Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby and this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Well, uh, we heard from one half of Baccarat, uh, the singing sensations of the 70s. Who, uh, who were delighted that, uh, yes, sir, I can boogie their big hit is back in the news, thanks to the uh, Scotland squad. So uh, you'll hear a bit of that. And from Ali Ross, a regular member of the Tartan Army. Uh, Andy and I had a bit of a chat, as you can imagine, covered a fair bit of ground. And we brought you some classic clips of the midweek from back in uh, 2008. We had a chat with David Seaman as well around uh, the Bobby Moore Funds football shirt Friday, which we hope you'll get involved with. And, uh, yeah, David was telling us about some of his favourite shirts during his playing career. Here it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon, Paul. And uh, very interested. And good afternoon, everybody. And listening to uh, Michael Owen there, uh, on with Jim. Fascinating. And uh, he thinks that uh, England can win the Euros next summer. He obviously hasn't seen Belgium, France or Spain. But you never know. (laughs) You've got to be positive. He's not him going on there and said, you know... Quarterfinals, if we're lucky. <laughs> I mean, that's not it's not the way an ex England no, player. Semi finals, semi finals will be a fine achievement. I think okay. those those three teams are in advance of England. But we've got some great players too, so you never know. Yeah. Um, of course, the big trial between Colleen Rooney and Rebecca Vardy starts tomorrow, and oh, there's only one day till kickoff. I always get very excited. Twenty four hours before a big game. Really, so you're going to be getting butterflies, are you? <laughs> Fantastic. How do you see it going? I mean, you, uh, tactically. Well, you know, it's very it's difficult. difficult. No, I, isn't it? I can't really comment we on the game like I mean, that, we can't it? comment. This is a game we can't <laughs> exactly. comment on, Andy, until it's all over. <laughs> very much so. Yeah. Mm. So uh, more news of Summer Montes. Fulham should never have let Lookman take that penalty yeah, in right. uh, two papers today. But yeah, she's doing very <laughs> well. The, honestly. I was thinking at least Rita Ora can sing. Honestly, <laughs> why is she in the paper? You've never Ridiculous. seen Summer pull a pint, mate. I mean, when she's—you had never seen her change a barrel. That's that's uh, that's an art in itself. That's very very true. And uh, robot linesmen are be t- to be trialled for t- two thousand and twenty-two. Yeah, I look forward to the crowd abuse, linesmen. I hope you die of rust. I can't see it happening, though. <laughs> that's appalling. 
Uh, but that's the sort of thing that people sadly would shout. Yeah, it's. Uh, but it's not. Sadly, it's the idea. That is what it, they get. I mean, you, you said to me earlier on, it won't be like a, a dummy of of a lines uh, of somebody running the line, assistant referee uh, on no. a track. No, it won't be, will it? It just won't be with a sort no. of um, automatic, uh, automated <laughs> oh. arm that goes up and up goes the flag in stages Crichton from Red Dwarf. That would be great. Yeah, if it, if it was a sort of cyborg, but it's not. It will just be. Uh, it'll look like a sort of. No. Just a machine on wheels, won't it, really? You have to have a track. Well, you have problems with players falling on the track. I mean, the idea, you know, oh, yeah. It could be. Managers railing it, someone doing a sliding tackle and taking out a chunk of their leg on the track. Hey, are you going to work that? I wonder. I'm just, you know, practicalities of it all, really. No, it's true. Somebody's very, very injury prone is bound to do that, aren't they? Yeah, definitely. Um, I was reading some, I was reading nice uh, obituaries for Eric Hall, who sadly died yesterday. And one thing I didn't know about Eric, and this is something that came out in the obituary in the Times, was that he knew he'd arrived when the eponymous hero of the comic Roy of the Rovers got an agent called Derek Paul. Oh, <laughs> so there's an agent in Roy of the Rovers called Derek Paul. That's fantastic. Okay. I never knew that. So there we go. Uh, the championship at clubs are to vote for five subs, leaving the Premier League yeah. as basically the only outlier in the world. I know. It's absolutely stupid. I, honestly, I don't wish anything bad to anybody, but I hope karma comes back to for those clubs who voted against it because it's such a mistake. It really is. I wonder if that will oh, put the more pressure the on the championship and, and the Football League as well. I wonder if that will put a bit more pressure on the Premier League to, to change that and make a decision to go, go back to five. We'll, uh, we'll see. Well, you, you'd, think, you'd think it would, wouldn't you, really? Uh, I watched the uh, Pakistani Super League, the final. Oh, yeah. Not much of a game, really, in the end. Yeah, no. How many of the stars uh, of world cricket have, have made it to, to Pakistan to play in it? Was it just a Pakistan-only tournament, was it? No. Um, Alex Hales. Oh, was okay. a bloke called Hardus Vil. At Hardest Viljean, I thought known as Nails in the dressing room. Yeah. There are a few sort of West Indian players, a few players. It's not, a, it's a good standard, very top yeah. Pakistani players. But uh, it's really the thing when the 100 comes up, a little cartoon bus like Pugwash comes across the screen. It's fantastic. Oh, nice. yeah, but, and the, they have things like uh, the Osaka Batteries Power Run. So you see two blokes running on the boundary like a sprint. There, there lots of coverage like that. So I quite enjoyed it, but it was a bit of fun. Uh, did I watch anything else? No, I watched the Germany game. We're going to talk about that and listen to Jared Kimber's excellent uh, interview with um, what's her name Ferdos Munder a South African uh, cricket journalist yeah. about problems in South Africa honestly their cricket what a mess it's in so uh, yeah. you know I think it, they're not going to be as strong as I think they would have been the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talk Sport I'm a sensation you try me once you make for It works, doesn't it? It works, Ali, as a kind of, as a sec, as a sort of a mix, I, I can, would say. I can dance to that. And the word boogie, <laughs> it does seem to work very well in, in Scottish. <laughs> boogie. Boogie, it does, doesn't it? it, it doogie. It's a bit like doogie. Boogies. Boogie Donnelly, I'll have to call himself. <laughs> He'll have to change his name for the, uh, for the Euros. Um, Ali Ross has joined us in the studio, a regular with the Tartan Army. I, and I, I did feel sorry for you, Ali. You're making the... You, you know, well, I did because, you know, you've travelled around Europe and the, indeed the world yeah. for years watching Scotland get gubbed. 
but enjoying itself, but the, the game being the least enjoyable thing about it. And then when they have this moment of triumph, you and your fellow Titan Army foot soldiers couldn't be there. You, you, you can't help but think maybe we were the problem all along. <laughs> you put them off. Yeah, we haven't been there. They go on an eight-game unbeaten run. <laughs> that is true. Maybe you won't be welcome back. Yeah, we are the problem here. It wasn't the players at all. <laughs> no player's going to break ranks and say that, though, are they? You know, They're really. all thinking it. They've been putting us off for years. <laughs> Just maybe. I don't think that's going to work. Let's, before we talk more, let's hear from Maria, one half of Bakra. And um, David Tanner caught up with her, our Scottish correspondent, and asked her how she feels about their 1977 huge hit. It's on 15 million records. It was a massive song all over Europe. Uh, so how does she feel about being adopted by the Scotland team? I'm delighted. It's, it's such a young voice, you understand me. I look at this with another eyes, you know. I'm 68. I don't mind to tell my age. Everybody knows anyhow. With this pandemic that we are having, I'm not going out to the street normally, you know. I was the whole weekend at home, and at once comes this with the Scottish team. And it was like I was getting one injection full of vitamins, vitamin A, vitamin B, vitamin C, everything, you know. And I was here with my husband and, and my dog, what, uh, by the way, his name is Boogie, you know, and I was jumping with him, jumping, Boogie, Boogie, you are there singing your song, and, and, and this brings you, you know, energy. And I send all my love for all the team, for all the Scottish people, for all UK. Thank you so much that they were downloading our song. Isn't that lovely? Uh, Maria Mendiola there. Uh, we'll hear a bit more oh. from her later on, but what a lovely byproduct of that. I mean, she said that she's struggled in lockdown and it's, this has been a real boost for it. You have to have the song being talked about again. That's unusual for a health um, boost from Scotland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. Yeah, we'll knock that out of her. Don't you worry. <laughs> a dog, uh, dog's called Boogie. I thought she was going to say, uh, my dog, Arthur Monford. <laughs> She'd been waiting years for this to happen. She'd been waiting years. Where did you pull that one? Yeah. Yeah, I've got no idea. <laughs> yeah, that's very good. So, uh, yeah, but isn't it lovely that it's it's, it's given yeah. her a bit of a lift as well as no, I'm, Scotland? I'm, I'm weirdly touched by it. Yeah. It's all, to, to hear her saying Andy Considine's name the other yeah. day, that, <laughs> things I haven't expected since Thursday, that was one of them. Yeah. She's um, um, she's also looking forward to Billy Gilmore coming back, she said. Yeah. <laughs> she's getting, really getting into Scottish You cannot football. play Ollie McBurney ever yeah. again. No. Yeah. no, no, no. Pull your socks up, young man. It'd be great, wouldn't it? But there's, there's been, there was a schism in Baccarat, wasn't there? So there's a, there's another one. There Could, is. Uh, do they do they not oh. get on? Are they have they have they fallen well, I out? I, I think if if England were any sort of rivals, you'd be buying her up, wouldn't you? And going head to head. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You've, you've got the numbers to crush us. There. <laughs> no, sir, you can't boogie <laughs> by the other half of Baccarat. Yeah, in a quite posh, in a sort of Lionel Jeffries type. <laughs> no, sir, you can't boogie. That'd be fantastic, <laughs> wouldn't it? It would be a bit petty though, really. <laughs> will be a touch well, of that's never to do us, No, it? that's true. Now tonight, of course, as we were saying, uh, Ali, there's the possibility mm. of of getting that insurance before the World Cup qualifying of a playoff place for you and Wales, which is huge. And I watched that's a bit good. of the game the other day. Scotland were unlucky. Uh, Lee Griffiths had that chance right at the end. It was a brilliant yeah. save by their keeper. It could have easily been one all, which was mm. probably a fair reflection on the game, isn't it? Really? Yeah, it, it felt like a 
bit like normal service has been resumed mm. here. After, I, I think the guys really did go for it on Thursday night as well, from what I hear. Yeah. It got, it got a wee bit messy, but... Uh, one more crack. This is a big game, yeah. As, as we've learned with the, the European leagues, um, what was the f- score in the first Israel game? Can you remember what they did in the first one? Uh, I mean, we drew one-one, right? And we were very lucky because they're quite one, a tricky one. side, aren't they? Uh, they, they? They can really turn it you've on. Got a sometimes. couple of guys playing in Germany and in Europe, mm. and if you switch off for a second, as that game taught us, now, is it Zahavi they've got up front? Yeah, guy who can absolutely punish you. So it's not going to be easy by any means. Yeah. I've just realised on the Paddy Power accumulator for this afternoon, I've predicted that Czech Republic will be Scotland. They're not even playing them. That's good, isn't it? <laughs> it's good old Andy. Go he with really it, Andy. knows his stuff. <laughs> really knows his stuff. So take the Donald it? Trump approach. Don't. <laughs> shall we, let's, let's return to Bakra, shall we, for a few moments? Because David Tanner uh, followed up asking Maria if she would consider coming to Hamden and Wembley to perform at the Euros in the summer. And this is what she said. I hope so. I hope they will invite us. I hope so. Scotland, I can boogie. <laughs> She's getting right into it, isn't she? Yeah. As, long as, she as long as she brings little Arthur Montford, we'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> Have him on the pitch. Have a couple little... more injections needed before <laughs> in a, that happens. In a little, in a little tartan uh, vest, that would, that, would look, that would look very, very good. So, yeah. Um, so, Exciting um, times. What's... I was thinking, though, that that yeah. track was first released in 1977. Wasn't, was, I might be wrong in this because I'm not great on dates, but wasn't that when Scotland and beat England at Wembley and took the crossbar down? Was that 1977? Was. Yeah, 1977. I don't think anybody's put that little one together. I mean, Thank you, Andy. Basically, another as, angle. as you're dismantling the crossbar, she can be on the pitch <laughs> <laughs> on their shoulders after a 1-0 one, one victory. Yeah, that's probably the way it's going to pan out. I would so, take that scenario now, Paul. Now, as a member of the Tartan Army, uh, what's the situation with tickets, uh, for you, I mean, I think they said Scotland been given about a fourteen thousand allocation. For let's work on the basis that the world's a different place next yeah. summer, and you can there get a, to the games. I there mean, was a you... public sale, and those ones are still valid, as far as I know. Right. I didn't buy any because <laughs> I'm not being pessimistic or anything, but I didn't see it panning out at that point. So right. you, little you did. Now, like the little weasel I am, I am scrambling around <laughs> calling in favours. <laughs> Are you a bit like the England Supporters Club? Do you not have a kind of equivalent because they get yeah, first dibs on travelling exactly. tickets? The Tartan Army get the regulars get first dibs. There's a point they? system, so you, right. you, you build up. Uh, you get two points for a, or two or three points for every away game mm-hmm. uh, you go to. So I've got a lot of points. You should be. So I, you should be, You've got a pretty good chance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I will be at Wembley one way or the other. That's, yeah, that's for sure. I'm sure I'm you will. Not going to miss that one. Were you at the the last one? The 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 the, the uh, two nil, three nil. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh, thanks for that. Oh, was no, that, no yeah, the was one a, you're in '96. Do you know you're? Uh, I wasn't. I, right. I went down from Scotland for that, and I thought I'll get a ticket outside the ground. Right. Didn't and watched it in Dixon's at Wembley. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> really? I well, did, actually, yeah. in the shop. In the shop. And they, what was there? Did they mind? I mean, did you outside Dixon's or in Dixon's? Well, so, look, I've come all the way from Glasgow. Please don't chuck me outside. I just stand in the corner. And <laughs> That's nice. What a nice touch. We missed the penalty. Dixon's. And yeah. I just 
walked off. I thought maybe you'd fr- you'd c- you could have wrecked one of their tellies. Standing in a kilt <laughs> with it with a you know with a scarf on and a Scotland shirt, you'd wander around saying you wanted to buy a telly and said, "What about this one? <laughs> well, what does it look like when the football's on?" That would have been to try and milk that for two hours. No, they, they, were, they were good as gold. There was a, there was about eight of us. Yeah, watching it in Dixon's <laughs> in Wembley. It's the only time really? I've not got into a game ever. Um, I've turned up many times without tickets before because, yeah. much as we might want to kid ourselves, we're not that big a draw globally, so there is always a chance of getting one. Yeah, but not that day. So I missed Gaza, the dentist yeah. chair, the and penalty, Gary Yuri Mack. Geller. Did you see the helicopter okay. from Dixon? Yeah. Could you see the helicopter up there? Because he was he was willing, <laughs> Gary. He was he making the ball move, wasn't he? I wonder if they're having he him did. up there. They will have him up there again, wouldn't they? I, I He'll certainly be hovering felt bad above vibes him. that day. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, I sat next to uh, some some two Scottish lads who were great fun. Actually, who were singing, "We're going to win three 2 when the second goal went in. <laughs> and uh, they were both Celtic fans, so they were delighted to see Gaza score. As you can imagine, oh, probably, as well. Yeah, yeah. But they were good yeah. lads. But just at the end. It, there was a, a bunch of England fans who went to the fence to, to goad the Scotland fans and it had been good as gold until mm. then and they got a bit back from the Scotland and it got a bit leery and the police were waiting to get in and whoever was ever on the PA that day suddenly started playing uh, That's Amore, Dean Martin and, yeah. uh, and as soon as he played that it just took all the heat out of it so yeah. a couple of Scotland fans started oh. singing and then, uh, well, and file all, that one away. All, all the heat. So that's what you need a bit of Dean Martin just to kind of, yeah, it killed the tension uh-huh. completely, you know. That's good. So, uh, yeah. I just want to ask Ali about Aberdeen because I was watching uh, Tom Watt's film, When They Were Giants. I don't know if uh, Ali's seen this. He'll know all the history. But Aberdeen under Fergie was fascinating. Oh, yeah. I hadn't yeah. realised how, I sort of knew that they were pretty successful, but I hadn't realised how successful. They really were great times. It, it's, the only time that Scottish football has really tilted on its axis mm. and it messed with everyone's heads up on the West Coast there, certainly. And it, it still rumbles on. Scots have elephantine memories when it comes to football. So <laughs> grudges from then are still going. Really? Um, yeah, the, the, the Rangers-Aberdeen thing all dates from that. Okay, that, that period wow. was that because of Fergie's the, the way he felt about Rangers wow. and the way he left Rangers, and did that have a bearing on it? Or um, it was just kind of we re- replaced because Celtic never oh, went okay. away, right? But, no. but Rangers were you become the second dominant no, force? For no a sort of force at that time. Yeah, and their resentment was huge. Yeah, a lot. I suppose with again that, that little period with Dundee United under Jim McLean when they were very yeah, successful yeah. in Europe. You know, occasionally you'll they see never. United, they, they won a championship, but they never broke the dominance no. for a regular and prolonged period as Aberdeen did. And Andy, yeah, we beat Real Madrid, and I was really surprised Real Madrid took us to extra time. I thought we should have finished them off in 90 minutes. <laughs> the, the cheek of it, little yeah. upstart. Yeah, and there's that. And there, we often say there's that. Bringing it into your current role as the the uh, TV columnist for the the Sun. Uh, infamously, there was a, a cup final that Aberdeen won quite comfortably. And after it, a young Fergie. a young reporter goes up to Fergie and says, "You must be delighted." Yes. And he basically tore oh, into him. No, I'm not. Disgraceful. The worst performance I've ever seen from Aberdeen. And that young, oh yeah, that they young, showed that bit. That yeah. young reporter. Uh, holding the mic was one Graham Stewart, who, of course, is involved uh, these days as part of... He runs the company with Graham Norton. Uh, so production. So, so TV, oh, yeah. Graham, Graham is... Uh, is I've Graham met him, Norton's, he's never mentioned that. Yeah, 
He was that he was that young reporter that day, wow. Graham holding the microphone. Yeah. Ah. So you should engage him in a bit of conversation about that next time you see him. He'll regret the day you told me that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a brilliant bit of you always feel he for him. Will. You always feel <laughs> for him. He's talked to me about it. I'm sure yeah, he'll be yeah. able to talk to you oh, about no. it. So fantastic. Well, lovely to see you, Ali. Enjoy the game Enjoy tonight. Paul. And uh, it'll be fantastic to welcome you to Wembley. Uh, I think Dixon's is closed. <laughs> <laughs> there might, there Mr. Might be, Ross, so there soon. Might, there might be a comet or somewhere near. <laughs> So imagine that. You come in, Mr. Off. Your seven friends. Bring Arthur Monford with you. We'll, we'll get him a bowl of water and a few biscuits. Brilliant. Cheers, Ali. Lovely Thanks for coming in. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Clips of the Week. Yeah, clips of the midweek. Uh, as, as we've mentioned before, if you've not heard, we had a box of old dusty mini discs of old shows just sitting, and uh, one of our top teamers uh, digitised them. So we get a chance to play them to you again. We've not heard these since 2008. Our producer has put some intros together, so we look forward to it. We've got Andy back, so let's get him while we can. Oh, yeah. Why don't you kick us off, Andy? Yeah, I will, while I'm still here. We kick off with Mike Parry and a competition question. How many sets of handlebars are there on a quad bike? Three. <laughs> the in the goodies, in the goodies, had a quad bike. This is uh, Graham Beecroft uh, taking a call on Sunday breakfast. I'm just on the way to watch a football match. I was cutting across the uh, Sunday the league game. Is it on the? On the no, it's uh, just a Sunday league game. Oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> what a great conversation! Uh, just, just a Sunday league game. Yeah, <laughs> it's Lisa O'Sullivan with the news. England's international squad meet for the first time today under new manager Fabio Capello ahead of next week's friendly with Aston Villa. Blimey, okay. Oh, surely <laughs> an international would have made more sense. He's famous. <laughs> Odd bloke though, Capello, wouldn't he? Probably would have insisted. Yeah, he was, yeah. on it. Must be Aston Villa. Um, back to Mike Parry again, reading out a text alongside Alan Brazil. 
It says, Porky, if Everton had scored that first goal that the Blades did and then won the game, would you be happy if other people called for the game to be replayed? Of course I would, Derek. (laughs) Excuse me. Above everything else, I am a meritocrat and a Democrat. (laughs) Meritocracy. <laughs> oh dear, yeah, the, yeah, that's right. Close friends get to you know you get the idea. That was a good panto laugh from uh, from Alan, wasn't it as well? <laughs> it was very, very good. good. Yeah. <laughs> is it me? It's you. It is. Uh, speaking of Alan, here he is welcoming a rugby guest. Right, uh, delighted to welcome Jeff Program to the program. I do love Jeff Program. Program. Jeff Program to program. the program. <laughs> uh, Sorry, Alan. Here's racing expert Derek Tomo Thompson with Mike Parry. Mick Kinnan won the Indian Derby yesterday, so well done, Mick. The Indian Derby? Indian Derby, which is absolutely massive. Where's, where's that run? In India. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Tomo. Uh, you told him. Isn't it? uh, it's you, isn't it, now? <laughs> the, it is. This is Andrew McKenna with a bit of surprising sports news. Celtic have agreed a fee with Barry Robson for Dundee United. They're getting too powerful, aren't they? <laughs> they were then, really. To buy a whole club out like that, it's, it's very poor. Uh, this is Keith Arthur uh, handing over, on Fisherman's Blues, of course, handing over to Mike Parry now. Surely, aren't you mm. of Welsh descent? No, I'm not of Welsh descent. Oh. I don't have a Welsh bone in my blood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, glad just, you haven't. I don't know how he does it. Uh, what's next? Here's... It's late night host George Galloway taking a call. Here is Jim in Sheffield. Go ahead, Jim. Yeah, yeah hi, George. I'm a first time speaker. I think you're mastering in the end. I mean, <laughs> we can hear it's early days, Jim, but uh, he's a first time speaker. A year and a half. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> now, um, uh, back to Mr. Brazil on Breakfast Again. And I think this kip, uh, kip, this clip could be called <laughs> Can You Be a Bit More Specific, Al? Now, good morning, 21 after 7 o'clock. That sending off last night was an absolute, was it, Was it? where was that game? Was It was an absolute joke it was. I think it was a, a foreign match, wasn't it? Cut, and referees, unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, great <laughs> probably need a bit more flesh on the bones now, I think, really. A bit more flesh on the blood, as Mr. Parry would have said. Yeah. <laughs> and finally, we're staying with Alan, wrapping up another successful show. Fantastic, enjoyed that, that uh, competition, brilliant. Uh, and very, very good. A lot of uh, long-term listeners called in as well with some of the, the antidotes they had, which I thought was great. I do love an antidote, <laughs> don't you? Okay. We could do an one after, now, let's be honest. Yeah, piece of, a nice after-dinner antidote. Yeah, tremendous. Yeah. He sounds young, Al, doesn't he? sounds very young. He does, yeah. So Brilliant. there we are. There's a few more from back in 2008. We'll keep uh, bringing them to you as and when they are... Uh, Modernised from the old uh, Steam version of what they're on at the moment. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, um, and but Andy is thankfully with us. We're going to have a chat with David Seaman later on, and we're going to go head to head in the Paddy Power Quiz. Alistair McGowan will be setting the questions uh, very shortly. In the meantime, Andy, is there anything you want to talk about while you're on? Yes, uh, uh, talking of uh, fishermen's blues. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, but the BBC have blast have been blasted for calling fishermen fisher people. The fisher in an effort people, to be yeah. so because well, they're so woke, you know. So has anyone told Nigel by the way? Because Nigel's quite woke, he might want to do the same. Fisher thing. people's blues. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> World's longest running fishing show. Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah, it's quite difficult to Since... change the, change the title now. <laughs> Nice touch by the engineers at Liverpool's new training ground. I don't know if you've seen this. They asked the players for some suggestions, and somebody suggested, I think it might have even been James Milner himself, a James Milner door. So they put in the James Milner door. 
Is that just a ground. bit of a, the players have suggested that? Is this off of the boring James Milner thing? Oh, it's I not the James so Milner pitch or the James Milner flag. No. It's the James Milner door. <laughs> I think he seems to be—he seems to be able to see the funny side of it, though, doesn't he? Oh, and he's also I admire him so much. He's such a terrific player. He's still, yeah, you know, he's so reliable when they bring him on in any position. So, yeah. no question. Nigella's been. This will ring a bell with you, Paul, because you did a show with Harry Hell recently, where Delia uh, taught everybody how to fry an egg, and we yeah. thought that was mad. But uh, apparently, yesterday, Nigella was telling people how to make toast. Yes, I, I saw, saw that. that. Yeah, that's uh, very interesting. Have you given it a crack? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it looks too buttery to me. It's basically cook the toast, yeah. put some butter on it, and then put some more butter on it and oh. then eat it. I, can't see, I couldn't see the process really. Andy, but, uh, you, 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 you used to work in the fashion business, so I'm going to. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure I'm not alerting you to this. You'll be fully aware mm. of it, but you'll be uh, the the latest fashion sensation amongst the famous is oh, yeah. basically sexy stickers, uh, which you place strategically over yourself. Uh, uh, when you're wearing very revealing tops to, to kind of to protect your modesty. And uh, okay. these sexy yeah. stickers that are a bit like, you know, when you do a marathon or half marathon and, and before they if you didn't put Vaseline on, you put a couple of elastoplasts on there so you, so you, wouldn't, oh, yeah, get, yeah. you wouldn't chafe. Yeah, so fair enough. So they're all doing it. Kendall Jenner, Miley Cyrus, Nicki Minaj, <laughs> all your mates, Andy, people you often meet down yeah. the red line, Lady <laughs> oh, yeah, Gaga, Bella Hadid. Yeah. She's uh, she's using, but they, yeah, nice, these sexy stickers—not my words, the sons, mm. of course—they uh, are known as boob pasties. Are they? Yeah, that's uh, so. There we are, Andy. So if anybody slips <laughs> that in a polite conversation, you'll be down with the kids. I, if anybody, I, I now know. Yes, yeah, right. And uh, don't I don't know what Charlie Baker's going to make of that, but uh, <laughs> a man of the West Country, but I'd probably be they'd be up in arms telling them to change the name. I would think. <laughs> Did you see Barnsley have made an offer to Mario Balotelli? Yes, I heard Jim talking agent. about it earlier on. Yeah, that'd be exciting. They have links, don't they? I think the ownership of uh, of Barnsley have have links to uh, Balotelli and his people. So maybe maybe they could make it happen. It's kind of expensive, though, isn't it? I wouldn't have thought. You know, yeah, they could afford him. Really, it'd be great to see moment. it, though, wouldn't it? Be fantastic. I don't know what he's going for now. Uh, little Mixer to uh, go solo. I don't oh, know if yeah. you've seen that the stars are going to go solo. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I think Jesse's taking some time off. And uh, <laughs> you know, first... you're so shy. Oh, yeah. I think Jesse's taking. I, 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 my sources <laughs> tell me I think Jesse's taking some I could time. Name off. one song they've ever done, not oh, one. Right. For the first time uh, since they formed, we'll be there dancing away in your boob pasties, won't you? On Spotify. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's for the first time since they formed in 2011. But as that bloke wrote last week, it's hard to think of a time before Little Mix. Well, you can't think. It was only Some, 2011. Somebody wrote that, didn't they, in a paper? They did. Like, yeah. It was just. It was such a marker for him in his life. Uh, Andy, pub brilliant. quizzes. And oh yeah. Somebody has put together. I think it's the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire people. They asked people who, if they were putting a, a, a kind of fantastic. Uh, the kind of wild mm. geese of, of uh, pub quiz uh, people. Do you know who they went for? Have a guess. Any ideas? They might put Stephen your... Fry must be. In oh there, yeah, surely. he's in there. Of course. Well done. Yeah. Mm. So uh, they went with uh, Professor Brian Cox, David oh, yeah. Attenborough, Stephen Fry, John Snow. They'll all be in the dream yeah. team. Gary Lineker for sport. 
Dame Judi Dench for TV and movies. Imagine getting that rounding in the pub. It will be great. Well, okay, before they start, I'll get up quickly. What's everybody at? Bag of Chris for Jane, uh, Dame Judi. Tony Blackburn for music, they said. But I suppose yeah. in the end, ultimately, they're not the people that know everything. It's, it's the eggheads, isn't it? It's the, the, the yeah. very people you'd want in your pub quiz. You'd want someone like That's Paul true. Sinner from uh, the Sinner oh, yeah. Man, or any of any of the any of or the Milton, chasers. who used to be on Talksport. Yeah, he was very Milton, uh, Milton, the Talksport <laughs> listener, who was when asked from which club did Mario Melchior to join Chelsea, <laughs> said Denmark. So uh, yeah, I definitely have him in my. I definitely have him in my team. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. Yeah, England Iceland tonight's live on Talksport. Mark Sagger's your host. All the build up from seven. Jim Proudfoot and Stuart Pierce, your commentary team. And as we said, over on Talksport to Israel versus Scotland. Uh, we're going to talk England. That's the one for me. Yeah, that's what we're going to talk. You're going to watch the Scotland game. Well, it's, at least it's got something on it. What's the England game? It's got nothing on it at all. What's the point? Just because you lost that quiz. So pointless. <laughs> anyway, uh, I, I'd still like to talk about it. In the company of uh, former England uh, goalkeeper, David Seaman. Hi, Dave. Hello. <laughs> I was just laughing then. <laughs> he's a right old misery. He's going to watch, watch Scotland instead. <laughs> Um, before we talk about the game, though, I want to talk about Football Shirt Friday. Every year, myself and Andy, we, we don our football. It's the only day of the, the year we wear our football shirts to work and the team join in as well. Mm. It's a brilliant thing. It's a great idea, raising money for the Bobby Moore Fund and Cancer Research UK. And I know you've, you've, uh, you've been a stalwart of it over the years as well. Yeah, that's right. I've, I've been I've been involved for over like twenty years now, you know. So um, you know, it's something that's really close to my heart. Um, yeah, and, it, and it's this Friday, you know. So wear your shirts, make a donation, and you know you can do all this by going to the uh, the Bobby Moore Fund website. Um, you know, sign up and look even more information on how to do it. You know, all the money's brilliant, you know, because it's it's a really tough time and this going through COVID and everything for charities. But uh, you know, this will help definitely. Yeah, it's even more important this year. And I am really glad, David, that you've come on to publicise it because I think this is one of the most brilliant initiatives. We, as Paul just said there, we take part every year. And well, I think one year we got virtually everybody in the team to wear shirts. And so it's a lot of fun too as well. So I, th- I think it's, an, it's a good cause and people enjoy showing off their team or flash shirts that they've got. So, yeah, what will you be wearing? Well, well, they're going to be clean, aren't they? Because they won't be being able to wear them at the games. No, <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> but yeah, I keep getting one of my my, my shirts are now retro shirts. <laughs> so right, yeah, of course yes. they are. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I've, I've got a few, and um, yeah, I don't know which one to bring out this this time, but um, I'm sure I'll uh, I'll post that on Twitter and yeah. let everybody know. I think after the, the the fact we've lined up England Scotland again at the Euros at Wembley, then I think it might be the the yellow with the kind of I mean those shirts you wore for those Euros, even the one against Germany, the kind of predominantly red one, they were they yeah. were beasts. Those shirts weren't they? They were. And I remember the first time I wore the red one. Um, it was for a friend. I think it was just before Euro '96. And I'm stood in I'm stood in the lineup for the national anthem, and I can't remember who we were playing against. But the other team, there was a couple of their players laughing at my shirt while the national anthem was being played. I was furious. <laughs> did you ever have any yeah, say but... in it? Did you? I mean, did did Umbro ever come to you and say, "What about? Would you wear this? What do you think?" Or did it? Was it just sort of given to you by the kit man? Wear this. <laughs> Obviously, I didn't have any. Input. No, no I <laughs> 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 well, the, the red one. The red one was like one of their best sellers ever. Wow. You know, the kids loved it, you know, and 
it, obviously it got a lot of publicity because I said I didn't like it. I said it was, you know what, and uh, the press went to town on it. Um, but it did really well for Umbro. But, um, you know, it's, it's one that everybody mentions and everybody remembers now. Yeah. They were off. Uh, yeah, very I, much I, off I had one. one. Andy, you had one. Yeah, that's right. You bought one. I, I did have one. And the theory, though, David, wasn't it that if you wore a shirt like this and you were, it was a one-on-one with a forward, that it would kind of put them off? Well, there was some sort of science behind it. Or make them sick. <laughs> 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 exactly. They certainly knew you were coming, didn't they? You know, so it was. Um, yeah, it, it was bright, but um, it, it it works. You know, it's uh, it's not one of my favourites. Let's put it that way. <laughs> have you got a Have you got a collection of swap shirts with keepers over the years, Dave? Do you do you, do you keep that sort of stuff? Yeah, I have. They're all in boxes, tucked away everywhere. But um, I think the one of the most famous ones that I've got is I've got Oliver Kahn's shirt from when they beat them five one in Munich. Oh wow! <laughs> oh wow! That's good. Yeah, so um, yeah, that's uh, that's one of my uh, my better ones. But yeah, I'd be because in, in the, when we used to play, we used to get two shirts. Um, obviously, you'd, you know, you'd, you'd swap one and then you'd keep the other one that you'd worn. Hmm. Um, yeah, so there was a lot of shirts going around. Good stuff. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. From Talk Sport. There we are. That was uh, this afternoon's show. Go along to cancerresearch.org. All the details are there of how to get involved with Football Shirt Friday. It's pretty straightforward. It's a great thing. Raising much needed funds for uh, a great cause. Uh, we're back tomorrow from one with Andy in the studio, back in the studio with us from one. Until then, thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on Talk Sport. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.